Broadcasting from Manhattan Beach and the World Wide Web, you're listening to CHSRHealthyLife.net. As a service to our listeners, this program is for general information and entertainment purposes only. CHSRHealthyLife.net does not recommend, endorse, or object to the views, products, or topics expressed or discussed by show hosts or their guests. We suggest you always consult with your own personal, medical, financial, or legal advisor. Caregivers, have you ever felt like nothing is going right? Well, cheer up and welcome to Dave, the Caregiver's Caregiver radio program, where you'll learn how to avoid that dreaded thing called caregiver burnout and how to survive the grieving process. Join Dave and his guests now as they share practice tips and tools that you can start using immediately to help get you through this day. Now, here's your caregiver host, Dave Nassani. From Huntington Beach, California, and New York City, Manhattan, a big L.A. and a big Apple, welcome to all my listeners out there in Radio Land. I am Dave, the Caregiver's Caregiver, on the Caregiver Dave Show, coming to you live from the syndicated all-positive talk radio network, HealthyLife.net, broadcasting in all 50 states and 135 countries. And just a reminder that all our shows are available on demand at HealthyLife.net, and our membership website, caregiverdave.com, voted number two best podcast of the top six caregiver podcasts by caring.com, and we're proud of that. And we're offering to anybody who goes to caregiverdave.com our free burnout quiz, as well as my first book about overcoming hardships, absolutely free. So do that right now while you're listening to the show. And we do have an exciting show planned for you today with my lovely co-host, and founder of the Caregiver Space, Adrian Gruberg. Say hello, Adrian. Hello. <laughs> and we'll be interviewing Mandy Bass, who became one of the first female success coaches in the country, but was brutally beaten and almost raped before being rescued by the police when uh, why she forgave her attacker. Um, let me start that over again. And why she forgave her attacker on the air on Megan Kelly's Today Show. You won't want to miss this amazing story. So before we get started, I do want to thank uh, my last guest, Cyrus Rosen. I think Mandy knows him. 15-year-old high school student at the Charter School of Wilmington, Delaware. He's an executive for the Entrepreneurship Club at Charter School. He's a TEDx Wilmington speaker alongside yours truly. He is founder of so many clubs at his uh, school. He is an inspiration. I have a 15-year-old grandson, and wow, I don't want to make any comparisons, but he's amazing. <laughs> he's an amazing boy. Now, you can watch or listen to that interview and all our interviews on HealthyLife.net and our membership website, as I said, CaregiverDave.com. All right, enough of that. Mandy Bass, welcome to the show. Hi, Dave. Thank you for having me. No problem. Uh, there's a lot in your bio that I did not read, but um, I'm so excited to have you on. And why don't you take a minute or two and just tell us, who is Mandy Bass and why was she put on this earth before we get into your questions? <laughs> Good question. Um, Thanks. <laughs> I think we're all put on here to learn and grow. So um, certainly done a lot of that over the last few years. Yeah. 
Yes, I just want to correct something. I was not sure. uh, in my bio. You did. I was attacked, and that is true. And I'll, you know, I'm happy to talk about that. But I wasn't. There wasn't a sexual assault. There was no rape or attempted rape. So I just want to make that. Oh, no attempted rape. Okay. No, no. All right. So it was a, it was a physical assault. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That's that's what happens when I don't uh, go by my notes <laughs> and, and ad lib. Had a, had a Donald Trump moment there. Okay. <laughs> so why were you put on this earth? Well, I think I believe that, you know, I believe that we're put on this earth, um, at least I am, to learn and grow and to keep to keep growing as human beings, to learn how to love each other and ourselves and, and um, you know, discover um, ourselves. So, That's yeah. a great goal. I think we should all have that goal. <laughs> so for the past 20 years, uh, you've been the sole financial supporter of your mother. <laughs> and uh, what, what a good daughter, your mother might say, right? Um, as a self-employed single woman, it's uh, required a lot of sacrifice. How did you get into a situation where you became the sole supporter of your mother? How would you describe your relationship well, before um, and after? Yeah, so um, my mother and I have always had a difficult relationship. I'm sure there's a lot of women that can relate to, you know, I would love to have a fairy tale uh, relationship with my mom and say that it was always perfect and we get along great and we're just like sisters, but it's never been like that. And um, it seems ever since in my early adolescence, you know, we would be like oil and water. And um, I left home very young. Um, I, I was, I think, a week after my 17th birthday or so. Um, I left South Africa, which is where I'm raised, and um, came to the States to go to school and basically to get out of home, right? Mm-hmm. And um, ended up living here. Um, and then when, uh, in 1998, I believe, um, I brought my mom out, um, and by that point, I'd really forgotten I'd been away so long, and when I would go back to visit her, you know, I would go stay at my sister's house, and we would just, it would just be a vacation, so we would just have very limited contact, and so when I brought her out to come live with me, uh, I was really surprised and all of a sudden remembered that we didn't get along. <laughs> you remembered that, huh? <laughs> Moms and daughters have just weird relationships. Yeah. I mean, even my own kids, there's just something. I don't know what's going on between mothers and daughters. <clears throat> so it, it's think... definitely different from mothers and sons. Yeah, I think that what it is is that... I think that most relationships, and so not to get too philosophical here, but I think most relationships are projections of what we have inside of us. Mm. And so in one way or another, either that we hold dear or the things that we don't like about ourselves. And I think um, that it's really easy to see the things that, that bother you about yourself in your your female counterpart if you're a female or your male counterpart if you're a male. I think mm-hmm. that that's basically, I think a lot of it comes from 
from that. And so a lot of the things that we find that I found or that through this whole process of, you know, uh, forgiveness and I've discovered that, that that's really a lot of when we are angry and upset about people, um, a lot of it is says more about our relationship to ourselves than what it says about mm. that person per se, because we all have everything in us, and what are we focusing on? You know, yeah. um, so I think that um, you know that's something that I've really learned. Um, it reminded and, me of a Bible and, verse: uh, yeah. "Love your neighbor as you love yourself." If you don't love yourself, how are you going to love your neighbor? Right. Adrian, you've got some experience from mothers uh, and daughter relationships, don't you? (laughs) Oh, yes. (laughs) Anything to throw in with that? Well, I I wanted to ask Mandy if she found that her her mother was looking, was she looking for you to fulfill the things that she had not been able to fulfill in her life? Absolutely. And so, absolutely. That's, that's so true. Now, what happened, you know, I've been running a business, my own business, being self-employed for a long time. So when my mom came, I had this fantasy that, you know, she would work with, for me in my office and that would all, you know, it would be wonderful. And um, it turned out to be just a horrible situation. <laughs> we would argue and, oh, I couldn't get anything done. So I said, I tell you what, Mom, um, I'm going to pay you not to come to work. <laughs> so that's how it started. That's how you've been supporting your mother for 20 years. Right. And so that's really how it started. Stay away. <laughs> yeah. And, and I said, you know, what is it that, because she always wanted to be an athlete. Um, so we come from, you know, we, her family thought that, for, you know, for her to be an athlete was just a terrible thing. A woman couldn't do that. You know, you had to, mm-hmm. they married her off when she was 17 and she had five kids. So um, so she never had the opportunity and she was always a really good athlete. She played in the Maccabi Games, table tennis when she was, you know, when I was just a baby. But um, it was something that she always wanted to do. And I said, you know what? Why don't you go and, you know, see, just fulfill your passion. Go see what yeah. you want to do. And she started race walking, and then she started running. And in her 80s, she became, she's like an Olympic, senior Olympic champion. Oh, my God. All right. Records for running and table tennis and all kinds of things. And um, You helped so her she, achieve her dreams. Yeah. So in the That's last, in the last sort of, you know, the last part of her life has been the most fulfilling for her as far as, you know, because she really wasn't cut out to be a mom. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> mine. Yeah. <laughs> I love her. I do love her. I really have a sacred relationship. You've been a great daughter. It's easy, but it's, it's, um, it's been very fulfilling to be mm-hmm. able to help her achieve what she's always wanted out of life, you know. Would she say that you're a great daughter? Uh, of course she would say I'm a great daughter. Because okay. <laughs> you are. Wow. That's, I try, yeah. I know I, mothers I who would I, love to have a daughter like you. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hard on her too, though, so. Don't beat you know, yourself we're up. We're not, none of us are perfect. <laughs> so tell us about the attack. All right, so so, um, it was Super Bowl Sunday 2016, and middle of the day on a Sunday afternoon, 
Uh, I was at my desk trying to catch up on some email when I heard the sound of glass breaking coming from the other side of the house. And I got up to go and investigate. And next thing I know, I'm face to face with this drug crazed intruder who I'd never seen. And he was actually quite well dressed, but he was just, his eyes were really crazy. And you next mean thing you'd I never know, seen him before? I'd never seen him before, yeah. Mm. Because um, people think, like, well, why did he choose your house, you know, and whatever. What's so, but you could read him. You saw I could him. read him, yeah. Well, yeah. he started to, like, imitate me. Like I said, get out of my house. And he said, get out of my house. And he started to, like, everything mm. I was doing, he Mimic. was mimicking me. Oh. And next thing I know, he his fist smashed my face, and he just started to beat me oh um, out of, just out of control. Mm-hmm. And he was started to kick me, and he was kicking me in the mm-hmm. ribs and ranting, "Do you believe in the forgiveness of Jesus Christ?" Oh my God! And yeah, I, I you know I, I know in my talk I, I say it's like a place in a ten minute talk you can't quite go there. Sure. So. Um, Anyway, it was just, you know, I was able to escape. The first time I tried to escape, he pulled me back into the house and nearly killed me with a chair, with a very Mm. heavy dining room chair that I have. Uh, Luckily, I blocked with my right arm. The chair broke my arm, but my head stayed intact. Did he kill you? Yeah, and when I got outside... I thought he would be right behind me, and I just ran for my life. And next thing I know, I get pulled to the side, and when I turn around to face who I think is going to be him, I'm in the arms of a uniformed police officer. Wow. And what Why are they there? Happened, right. What had happened was they had been chasing him from another oh. neighborhood. They saw him get over my fence, and break my window. They were sitting outside the entire time the attack was taking place. They were waiting for backup outside. So anyway, that's that's kind of what happened. So if they didn't come, you might not be here. Was he following you? Yeah, and I mean, I I would have, you know, at the time I was really, when I was was sort of in recovery, I was so angry at them because I was like, why didn't they come in sooner? Like, why did they keep waiting? Why did you wait for backup? (laughs) But, you know, in retrospect, I mean, you can only imagine what what could have happened, you know. you know, he was he was strung out on drugs, um, and uh, you know who knows what. Uh, you know, we all say. So the the story is that it was the first time he had ever done drugs. Or so you never felt like he was leading up to a sexual encounter or rape or anything. No, like that. no, no. I mean, I I, 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 that didn't even. I don't even think that would that occurred to me at yeah. all because it happened so quickly. He was trying to. It was. More that he was, um, it seemed, and and we've had conversations between us about what you know what happened, and he thought I was the devil. He was trying to kill me. He thought I was. He was. That's why he was trying to, you know, asking me if I forget. You know, we believed in the forgiveness of Jesus Christ. He was like trying to kill me, um, <laughs> thinking that I was the devil or whatever. So. Did he ever get psychiatric help after his... uh... He did get... uh, Well, you know, um, 
Does he I still mean, require what, it also? Um, I don't know if that is in the – currently he's on probation and, um, you know, he has he has to submit to drug testing and that kind of a thing. Um, and I don't know – I mean, he did get a, a psych um, – evaluation you know in order for the for the court and that kind of a thing and you know they said it was the drugs i mean i i'm always like err on the side of go go get some help sure. Sure. <laughs> do you have a picture i know you, you took a picture somebody took a picture of you uh all yeah watching. we have yeah um, you have it handy or do you want to share that um, I don't. Maybe have, during the break, if you can. Uh, yeah, um, a picture of me when I was beaten up. You mean? Yeah, because you showed it at the uh, at the TEDx. Yeah, I, I don't have it handy, but yeah. um, I my wife was beaten up by her ex-husband. Mm. Um, gave oh. her two black eyes, a broken nose, and she looked just like you. Uh, he, wow. he had this crazed look in his eyes, like like it was a devil. You know, he was high on speed. And they were married for 10 years, and he'd never done anything like that before. And, you know, she's the kind of woman that says, if you did it once, you'll do it again. Mm-hmm. I'm out of here. And he, next day he was apologizing and, you know, crying. and and But she said, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is the kind of the behavior you would expect. But when I heard your story, I says, oh, my God. <laughs> did, so, did you press charges, Mandy? Oh yeah, well they arrest. I mean, he was nearly he he um, the police arrested him on the scene, and he was um, charged on several felony counts. One of them, yes, first degree. They didn't need um, you to press charges, right? They had yeah, yeah, no, oh, they didn't oh, need me okay. to press charges. But I, I cooperated with them, obviously. Mm-hmm. But then, as the the days and weeks progressed, it wasn't. I mean, I didn't come to forgiveness, you know, very quickly. Yeah. I mean, well, how did this months. start? How did it? Yeah, how did so, you go from I hate this guy to hmm? Yeah, I mean, the anger was really poisoning me, and you know, I've been I'm I've been a very spiritual person for a very long sure. time, and I do a lot of. Uh, work and I meditate and you know um, so I really understand that uh, when we hold anger that the anger poisons I mean literally poisons you because you start to uh, your body produces when you get angry when you think an angry thought um, your body produces adrenaline and cortisol which is normal for it to do. And if that just happens when you get angry for a few moments, that's fine. But when you can constantly stay angry all the time, you know, it it takes a toll on you. And, you know, my entire life was falling apart. I mean, my business was almost going bankrupt. My um, my relationships with everybody. Yeah, because I couldn't work. I had terrible concussion. Mm. And I I couldn't remember anything. You know, a lot of what I do is very strategic um, in working with my clients. And so I, I didn't have the capacity to to really do anything. And um, I couldn't remember what I was doing. I'd walk into a room and go, what am I doing here? You know? <laughs> my analytical skills were just gone. And so wow. um, also I was starting to lose all my relationships. I mean, I realized that things were going really badly um, and, you know, the common denominator amongst all those things was me. And that I knew that people would justify, could justify 
why I could continue to be angry and why mm-hmm. this would change my life. But I was in danger of becoming a bitter and angry person. That wasn't who mm-hmm. I wanted to be. Well, yeah. so internalizing I, it just turns everything acidic. Right, Cancer, right, ulcers. Right, right. And How long so, did it like, take you like, to okay. get to that realization? Um, so probably it was in, so this happened in February and I came to that realization, um, probably in about July. Um, Five months. Yeah. July, August, no, I'd say, I would say July, I would say I'd start really trying to work on a July, at the end of July, August. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, things was just coming to a breaking point. And so... Um, I started um, doing a course in miracles, and I don't know if you're familiar with that. No. Which is really like, I mean, it's it's really funny because I'm a member of a Zen group. I, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm, I'm um, Jewish by birth, you know. <laughs> so I've been Jewish. I follow sort of Zen Buddhism a little bit, and now here I am reading this, you know, um, book based on Christianity. But. Yeah. Um, I, I I started really getting into the exercises that were very similar to things I'd done in the past, but they were just exercises to help you sort of like loosen your the way you see things, loosen right. how you your perspective that what you're seeing isn't is just how you're seeing it. It's not what's real, and so just working with with that. Um, really sort of helped me soften a little bit. Mm-hmm. And um, I got this package in the mail that uh, of their case that their, their, the defense attorney had sent me. And it basically gave me, you know, his entire case that he had been an Eagle Scout, a model student, mm-hmm. that, you know, he had all these letters of commendation from the president of the university, from President Obama, from really? all these different things. He, he'd been, he a has a stellar a, individual, a, huh? Yeah, he had had a day in the, in the place that he lives near New York. Uh, the city has a day named after him, you know. Oh, my he gosh. Had been, like, he is just like the stellar kid. <laughs> hold, hold that thought right there, Mandy, because we need and, to take a break, and I want sure. to talk more about that. So we'll be right back. Don't go away. One Arm, One Leg, 100 Words by Dave Nassani is the book that helps you overcome and perhaps even prevent the hardships associated with strokes. Dave takes you on his journey and experience with his own wife, Charlene, a stroke survivor. This book tells you everything about strokes to help you and your loved ones survive without making costly mistakes that may save a life or a brain from irreparable damage. One Arm, One Leg, 100 Words. The book is available on Amazon.com or order it from fine bookstores everywhere. Okay, so you have a couple of days off and you're planning to get away from stress. You may be planning to go across the world or even taking a staycation around town. Well, Hotels.com can get you a room in over 158,000 hotels, 60 countries for 50% off. That's reducing stress already. Plus, collect 10 nights and you'll get one night free. And there's no cancellation charges, no change fees. For the best deals, even last-minute deals, visit HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click on Hotels.com. Guilt, fear, loneliness, burnout. These are just some of the things caregivers feel. But now there's hope. 
CaregiverDave.com is a membership website with an understanding community designed around supporting you. With a little perspective, planning, and practical help, you can become a thriving caregiver. Start by visiting CaregiverDave.com. Get weekly calls, practical solutions, and free resources. Plus, when you sign up, you'll get a 30-minute coaching call free. Don't wait. Go to CaregiverDave.com and join now. Audiobooks gives you instant access to over 50,000 of the best sellers and hottest book titles in romance, mystery, fiction, and many other genres. Just visit HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click on Audiobooks to get started. Reclaim your caregiver sanity with Dave Nassani's book, It's My Life Too. Caring for someone with an illness or condition who is expected to live for a relatively long period of time is a specific and unique challenge. This book pinpoints the needs and strategies a caregiver must do for themselves in order to survive, thrive, and make caregiving a rewarding, gratifying experience. So get your copy of It's My Life Too today or buy one for your special caregiver. It's My Life Too is available at Amazon.com and CaregiverDave.com. You're listening to HealthyLife.net. Millions of listeners know the secret. Now you do, too. Positive talk 24 hours a day, every day. And we're back with Mandy Bass on the Caregiver Dave Show and Adrian Gruberg, my co-host. Okay. So you were telling um, uh, about, you know, you were starting to think about forgiving him and, and you realized that the the negative energy was too much and then you started to what? Yeah, I just started to really focus on myself. Um, I focused on healing myself. I started recognizing that a lot of the anger um, that I was experiencing was anger that I was feeling towards myself, you know. So um, I I started just working on writing my relationship with myself. Um, I had turned into or I had become a person, and I don't believe I was always this way, but through this process I'd become a person who um, I was so hard, I'm always hard on myself, and so I would was constantly thinking about all the wrong decisions that I had made and all the things I had done wrong and if I only I had done this or that. If only. Yeah. Blaming yourself. <clears throat> Blaming myself. And, and there was a lot of, it's, you know, there's, especially in what I do being a success coach, um, I had always felt like if I wasn't sort of successful and perfect, not perfect, but, you know, that, that how could I be doing what I do? Like, you know. You need to take your own you know, advice. Uh, otherwise, you're a yeah. hypocrite. Be a good example. Yeah. So it was just, I was just being so hard. And so I just started forgiving myself and, and trying mm. to be kind and compassionate. And I would just, you know, start these, these practices where I would be walking across the bridge as I was bringing myself physically back. Um, I would walk across the bridge that goes from the sort of mainland over the Indian River in, in where I where I live, 
and I would start sending out love and compassion to other people, the people that I was seeing and yeah. everybody. I would just start, everybody who came to mind, I was just sort of like sending compassion and love. And that's kind mm-hmm. of how it sort of like began opening my heart. Yeah. And um, yeah, and just start, you know, I had a lot of tools already because I'd been in the in the business of helping people for over 20 years. But what this helped me do was just sort of um, use them. (laughs) Find time and use them. I didn't really know. Something to inward, right? Yeah, compassionate to yourself. I mean, our last guest, Adrian, remember he was talking about how caregivers just need to be compassionate to to themselves and forgive themselves and everything. And, you know, this is a caregiver message, so this isn't this is for everybody, right. but it's for caregivers, too. Right. So go on. Right. Wow. Yeah, so anyway, um, and so then uh, I, I decided after getting that package that laid out his whole story and his whole defense that, um, you know, I, I decided that I wanted to meet him because they were pushing to have their charges mitigated meaning Who was they wanted his attorney his attorney and, and they the contacted attorney, you the district attorney was constantly oh. contacting me trying to see what i wanted before they would even discuss mitigation with with the with the young man because they had him i think on five felony counts one of them was a first degree you know he was facing a life sentence um, and maybe even 20 years, even the fact that it was his first offense, because he had so many, they had all kinds of charges, you know, um, aggravated battery and so on. So oh, I... Yes. You saved his life. I mean, his life yeah. was going to be the, in the pits. That's a lot of compassion. Yeah. So I, you know, I couldn't see really the value of taking a 21-year-old who, what he was at that time, um, he was 21 years old, and um, he had been a model student. And all of a sudden, his first offense, sending him into prison with a bunch of hardened criminals, what would happen to him? How would that mm-hmm. serve society? How What good would that do for me? And he would come out and, and then, you know, probably be worse than he ever was going in. Right. So I just couldn't see that as well. I, at first, I, I wanted. I decided that I wanted to meet him face to face. Is what happened. I was How like, long did you know it what? take for your face to get back to normal? Oh, probably about uh, three months, maybe two, three months. So maybe it was easier for you to start thinking of compassion and forgiveness because you weren't looking in the mirror. At, at it was like right there. Did that? Yeah, I mean, my it? face was the quickest thing to heal. Mm. Uh, because I had a broken arm and mm-hmm. that took long. I had had stitches in my head and, you know, I had concussions. So those things took a little longer. The arm took, I mean, I still have issues with my wrist. Yeah. Um, How about the, but, is that traumatic brain injury? Would that be considered traumatic brain injury? Um, yeah, I guess concussion is traumatic brain. I, I don't know that it, it's not extreme. Any lingering issues yeah. mentally, cognitive, well, short-term I'd memory? Well, I like to blame my memory. You <laughs> <laughs> need an excuse for that. I need lots of excuses. Someone must have dropped a hammer on my head when I was little. So anyway, but um, so when I went to go see him, or when we had the meeting set up, so the meeting took place on November the 11th, so um, his father came with him and his attorney. What was his and father like? His father was a is a lovely man. 
and a little bit older than me. And so what happened was I immediately went to, well, what must this be like? What must this experience be like, like for him? In between the time that he had committed the crime, you know, he was released on bail a couple of days after the event. Really? But yeah, so because it was his first offense, mm -hmm. so he had graduated in between this time. Wow! And so I was thinking, wow. What was his major? This marketing. Marketing. Yeah. So I was thinking this, this, the father, like, what must this be like? You know, he's brought his son up. They did the best they could. And now he's just graduated. Like when you're thinking here, your, your son is about to start his life. He's graduating. You have all these expectations and all the stuff. And here he's facing a life sentence. Yeah. So. I immediately kind of went into what, how he must be feeling. Passion and so from empathy. there, that flexibility to go from where I was to, I could imagine, I yeah. couldn't imagine how the kid was feeling, but I could imagine how his father must be feeling. And that gave me the compassion to just kind of go, you know what? Wow. Gotta let this go. No, we need to take another break. But you are an amazing coach because you practice what you preach, <laughs> and this is going to make your coaching business even more successful. <laughs> because you know, uh, we often coach people. You know, I can't do that. He says, "Hey, how'd you like to do what I did? You know, uh, walk a mile in, in my moccasin." So this <laughs> we'll be right back. Don't go away. Reclaim your caregiver sanity with Dave Nassani's book, It's My Life Too. Caring for someone with an illness or condition who is expected to live for a relatively long period of time is a specific and unique challenge. This book pinpoints the needs and strategies a caregiver must do for themselves in order to survive, thrive, and make caregiving a rewarding, gratifying experience. So get your copy of It's My Life Too today or buy one for your special caregiver. It's My Life Too is available at Amazon.com and Caregiver Dave. Com. Discover the world's largest anti-aging organization, Life Extension. For the best information, vitamins, and supplements, you just can't beat Life Extension. To start extending your life, go to the HealthyLife.net advertiser page and click on the Life Extension banner. One Arm, One Leg, 100 Words by Dave Nassani is the book that helps you overcome and perhaps even prevent the hardships associated with strokes. Dave takes you on his journey and experience with his own wife, Charlene, a stroke survivor. This book tells you everything about strokes to help you and your loved ones survive without making costly mistakes that may save a life or a brain from irreparable damage. One Arm, One Leg, 100 Words. The book is available on Amazon.com or order it from fine bookstores everywhere. If you want USA and worldwide car rentals, choose rentacar.com. Free cancellations on most bookings, no hidden charges. They are trusted by over 4 million customers. Visit our advertiser page and click on the Rent-A-Car banner. Guilt, fear, loneliness, burnout. These are just some of the things caregivers feel. But now there's hope. Caregiverdave.com is a membership website with an understanding community designed around supporting you. With a little perspective, planning, and practical help, you can become a thriving caregiver. 
Start by visiting caregiverdave.com. Get weekly calls, practical solutions, and free resources. Plus, when you sign up, you'll get a 30-minute coaching call free. Don't wait. Go to caregiverdave.com and join now. Remember, get positive emotions at www.healthylife.net. And we're back with Adrian Gruberg and Mandy Bass with her amazing, amazing story of forgiveness, of empathy, of compassion. Wow, I wish I had one-tenth of those qualities. <laughs> so, well, I'd have to say, you know, I think it was a grace, really. I mean, I, absolutely. I, I really, you know, it, it sort of just came over me. It was more like it was given to me that I just received it and allowed it versus right. making it happen. From above. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Wow. So forgiving your attacker, how it helped change your perspective on how you do your relationship with your mother. Let's bring your mother into this. And say, yeah. How did this change that perspective? Yeah. So um, what I realized was, you know, that I'd been holding so much anger towards my mother over all these years. And, mm. um, you, you know, there was a part of it where I was like, felt, I mean, I felt like she was like the cross that I was bearing. <laughs> That's and, common for Jewish girls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she was the star of David, I was kind of... <laughs> Adrian is Jewish, if you didn't already know that. Uh, <laughs> if you didn't tell. <laughs> so, anyway, I think that um, what what happened was I realized, like, if I could forgive him and all that he had done, you know, how could I not forgive my mother? And maybe I just needed to look at our relationship differently. If I could look at this relationship, what else could I do? Mm-hmm. And so... And with with conscious intention, you know, it was with conscious intention that I was working on on myself, on him, yeah. on forgiving, you know. But with her, why couldn't I do the same thing? Exactly. And thinking, I, if I could do this, why can't I do that? Right. And so I began to start seeing, instead of looking at what I was doing as a cross I was bearing, looking at more as my sacred responsibility, something sacred that I get to do. I've gotten Mm. to give her a life she always wanted. I've gotten to this opportunity, you know, to to do that. And so it really shifted our relationship, you know. Um, So it it really did. And even those things, I'm not not saying it's a panacea and everything, you know, we – then we made friends and we lived happily ever after. We never <laughs> argued after that. That's not true. But we've become much more loving. I, you know, I speak to her every single day. and She I, returns you know, the love? So what you give, you receive? Yeah, she, I think she's always returned the love. It's just that I wanted the love my way. Mm. Right? <laughs> I don't want to love it that way. I don't want you to love me by feeding me. I want you to love me. Right. I told you that I'm beautiful, right? Or whatever. <laughs> so does she did she see well first of all how did she react to your beating how did she react to your forgiveness 
And how did she react to the change in you? Or did she notice the change even? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that I, I don't think she's really forgiven the young man. So mm. um, at that point, I had just moved up to Melbourne, Florida from Miami, which is about a two, 200, uh, from Fort Lauderdale, actually. So it's about 200 miles, roughly. Mm-hmm. And I'd only been, I hadn't been here that long, so I didn't really have a support network where I live. And so I, when I got home from the hospital the next day, not that day, but the next day I called her and said, you know, there's been a bit of an accident and I need help. You know, it was really hard asking her because I'd always been the one to help her. And now all of a sudden the role was reversed the reversal of the reversal role. Sure. <laughs> How did she react? And so did you warn she, her? Um, I, I, it was really difficult. Oh, I didn't. Oh. I said, I said, I'm a little. I said, I got a little beaten up, and she wasn't really. She, she was very stoic when she came okay. in, but um, she was shocked. I mean, later on, she told me that she was like. Because I was like gasp, you know, people would gasp when they saw me. Yeah, I saw the picture. So, yeah, and so um, she she didn't. Um, she just, you know, and then that, you know, and she had to take care of me, and that was hard for her, you know. Mm. And she's that was that was hard, very very hard for her. Um, yeah, and when I but forgave she did it. him, she yeah, um, uh, she did, and and she stayed as long as I wanted her to stay, and then. You know, she was acting that. like a mother. Yeah, yeah. And it was very hard. You know? Yeah, I bet. It was very hard for both of us. So, yeah. But uh, we got through that, and, yeah, she's she, she I think she's probably read my book um, probably five or six times. She reads it all the time. <laughs> she's still what, trying to study it, you know. What is she getting out of the book? What is, what is, what's drawing her to read it I again? I think again? she's, you know, she's trying to figure out how she came to, um, how I came to the forgiveness. I think that mm. she would aspire to having that level of um, compassion in herself. Mm. So you're an expert in mind power techniques. Can you tell us, uh, maybe share some things that have helped you? You know, where can we get more information about this and other kind of strategies? You know, when we're okay, done, we so, can share uh, all that. My my mind power uh, website website is mindtosucceed.com. Um, and uh, my website for just for myself for speaking and for my consulting is mandybass.com, my first last name. My book, Taming the Takalash. What is a takalash? Adrian what and I didn't know. What is a takalash? <laughs> it sounds okay, like a so Jewish takalash. word. Takalash is a um, South African, like a boogeyman in South Africa. Okay. It's using witchcraft. And so I, the Taming the Takalash, the takalash is my symbol in my book. I tell the story of the attack and how it healed me, but I use the takalash as the symbol for fear um, throughout, you know, throughout the book. We all have a takalash, whether it's our fear about something, our security in life or the things that we want to do that we don't have the confidence to do. Whatever those things are that hold us back, we each have our own takalash. And so that's really (laughs) what. What you have, what's what the subtitle? Uh, through fear into healing. Yeah. Well, listen, we're up on another break, if you can believe right. it. Wow. <laughs> so we are, yeah, things are just moving along here. The time goes so quickly. So we will be right back. Do not 
go away. Guilt, fear, loneliness, burnout. These are just some of the things caregivers feel. But now there's hope. Caregiverdave.com is a membership website with an understanding community designed around supporting you. With a little perspective, planning, and practical help, you can become a thriving caregiver. Start by visiting caregiverdave.com. Get weekly calls, practical solutions, and free resources. Plus, when you sign up, you'll get a 30-minute coaching call free. Don't wait. Go to caregiverdave.com and join now. Constant Contact and your small business make a perfect fit for marketing. They give you what you need to succeed. Fast and easy email marketing at your fingertips. Visit the HealthyLife.net advertiser page and click on Constant Contact to start your marketing. Reclaim your caregiver sanity with Dave Nassani's book, It's My Life Too. Caring for someone with an illness or condition who is expected to live for a relatively long period of time is a specific and unique challenge. This book pinpoints the needs and strategies a caregiver must do for themselves in order to survive, thrive, and make caregiving a rewarding, gratifying experience. So get your copy of It's My Life Too today or buy one for your special caregiver. It's My Life Too is available at Amazon.com and CaregiverDave.com. Get high-quality glasses, sunglasses, and prescription lenses at eyeglasses.com. Choose from over 250,000 items and 400 brands. Already have frames? Get replacement lenses. It's easy. Go to our advertiser page and click eyeglasses.com. One Arm, One Leg, 100 Words by Dave Nassani is the book that helps you overcome and perhaps even prevent the hardships associated with strokes. Dave takes you on his journey and experience with his own wife, Charlene, a stroke survivor. This book tells you everything about strokes to help you and your loved ones survive without making costly mistakes that may save a life or a brain from irreparable damage. One arm, one leg, 100 words. The book is available on Amazon.com or order it from fine bookstores everywhere. When you need a positive point of view, turn to HealthyLife.net, your 24-7 radio network for a better future. back on the Caregiver Dave Show with Mandy Bass and Adrian Gruberg, my co-host. And aside from meditation and compassion practices and some of the other techniques you recommend on your site, are there any other resources you would recommend to our listeners? Yeah, well, I mean, there are a lot of, uh, on the website you'll find, and also at the back of the, the book, you'll find a lot of different exercises to help you get emotional flexibility. Mm. Um, you know, you'll, you'll, I, I think it's really important to do whatever. It's not so much the techniques themselves, yeah. but do the kind of reading, do the kind of practices that are going to work for you, whatever that is. And I, I don't, I think that it can be different for everybody. I do think um, personally that, that filling your life, um, starting every day with something positive, a good way for you to start your day, whatever that is, if it's getting out and walking or if it's just doing something for yourself in the morning, um, to just always try to get a good start, a reset, 
to start your life every day and then um, to have some type of, I think, having some type of a, a spiritual practice, whatever it is, whatever you follow, it doesn't sure. um, matter so much as having something that connects you and and puts your mind into a place where you can get beyond the physical drudgery of of everyday life, you know, because sometimes things can get really, if depending on where your focus is, depends on you know, what your life is. And so if you can be focused on something that's bigger and greater than yourself and uh, recognize that there's so many people so much worse off, you know, and just kind of get yourself into a state of gratitude for just a few moments every day, it makes a huge difference to your perspective on everything. I love that term, emotional flexibility. I've never heard that before, but that's a great term. And when you said uh, better, I, I got the image of, Kunta Kinte holding his child up. Behold, the only one greater than yourself. <laughs> My kids say that about me. Anytime uh, a song lyric comes up, I'll just break out in, in singing that song. And say, oh, Dad. Well, the above should feel more. Uh, what am I trying to say? The uh, everything you spoke about is is amazing, and. I really hope that people uh, buy your book because it sounds like it's an exercise in self-improvement. I mean, you know, you read some books and it's, okay, that was a nice story, but this book can literally change your life. It's almost like, you know, a nine-week coaching session. Is that accurate? Um, well, I would say that um, people tell me that this book changed their lives, so hopefully it will. There's a lot there of great things to, yeah, the book, the back of the book is a resource section, <clears throat> and it gives you all kinds of exercises, it even teaches you how to meditate, how to exercises for emotional flexibility, uh, for uh, forgiveness, how to how to get yourself to a point of wanting to forgive, because sometimes we hold so much anger uh, yeah. inside of us that we it just getting to the place of, no, we know that forgiveness will be good for us but we yeah. can't quite get ourselves to want to forgive so yeah. I help you get to how do you get to that place of wanting to forgive and then once you really want to forgive you know how you can go about making that easy and when that shift happens for you I think you'll find that it's really just it comes from that desire it comes from doing the work but as it happens it'll be like a grace and and it'll just change change your life in so many ways but like a weight just lifted off from you so i'm assuming that your business is no longer bankrupt that your relationships are no longer <laughs> destroyed that things have turned around for you in a couple yeah, of years things have turned around so my business didn't quite go bankrupt but it was almost bankrupt <laughs> um but i built it back pretty quickly uh luckily yeah and that's good because i'm a business coach right so it's a sure, good thing sure. <laughs> um i followed my advice oh, a little louder adrian the yeah. name of the book again the name Hating of the book again the Talk-a-Lash. Through fear into healing. And if you go to Amazon and look at my name, Mandy Bass, it'll come up right away. Yes. But some English. some with two different subtitles, but that's okay. It's the same book. Yeah, I, I have not seen Check that. Check it out so. when, when we get off. Go on Amazon right. and uh, Google your name. So okay. that's amazing. So has has your experience actually improved your coaching business? 
Um, so my business has really kind of um, shifted. I do a lot more speaking now. Well, I, w- I was doing a lot of speaking early on in my career, but then I... What were you speaking um, about before? I was speaking about marketing and business and business strategies, and also I would speak a lot about mind power and how to use the power of your mind. You still do so, that? Um, I still do that, and um, and I also talk use my story more in how I rebuilt my business when it comes to business marketing. How, mm. how I rebuilt my business and went from zero to six figures, you know, in under six months. And so I help people get there. But then I also talk about the things that I learned from that experience on the mind side about mm-hmm. mind power and courage and personal responsibility and. You know, um, I'm doing a talk in just a couple weeks uh, for a corporate client um, about personal responsibility, and I use my story, you know, to to help them kind of get there. So So, it's really expanded your reach to more different segments. You're talking about more different things and maybe more audience, uh, different types of audience. Yeah, and, you know, I think that, um, you know, I'm more inclined to – um, allow things to unfold organically than I ever was before because mm-hmm. I used to be a bit of a control freak and think that everything I did was about my what I did and then I just kind of learned that you know what sometimes it doesn't really matter what you do uh-huh. <laughs> and so I learned to be more enjoy my life more and not take things so seriously you know yeah. um, be serious about not taking life seriously yeah. oh I think that's, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, anything you want to ask, uh, Adrian, before we wrap it up? Nope. I, nope. She's okay. got all her questions answered. <laughs> um, so, again, let's give that website information again and uh, contact information, email, however you want to get contact. Okay. So um, you can go to mindtosucceed.com, and that's mm-hmm. just the regular spelling, M-I-N-D-T-O, Succeed.com or Mandy at Mandy at Mandy Bass.com is mm-hmm. my email. And my other website, which is my business website, is um, my blog is Mind to Succeed, where I have all my resources. But my business website is Mandy Bass.com. And I look forward to hearing it. Anybody has any questions, I get a lot of messages on Facebook. And um, you can just look me up, Mandy Bass. Um, and um, I get a lot of messages, a lot of questions about people for people who are really struggling with holding on to anger. I'm happy to answer your questions. I'm happy to to give you a little advice if I can, if I can be helpful. And I'd also recommend um, if you have any kid, uh, kids in your family who are college age or high school age, I'd highly recommend that you Google or go to YouTube and look up um, my name and look up the Today Show, um, and you'll find the video of and Kevin, the young man who attacked me, he was on the show as well. And it's just a really great yeah, segment it. on why not to do drugs. <laughs> and it kind of gives my story. And, you know, a lot of people want to speak to their kids about drugs and not taking drugs. And what drugs did he take? Did he tell it you? Was, he, it, well, it, he thought it was LSD, but it was LSD laced with something, because I don't think that ah, LSD typically wow. does this. Um, but he had a psychotic break, and it wasn't even the same day. It was the next day after he took it. Wow. So oh. for like 24 hours, he was in really bad shape. 
First and drug he, he, ever took. he tells his story on there. So that's why just if you have anyone wow. who has, you know, kids that are that age, that vulnerable age in college yeah. or high school, go look at that and, you know, watch the whole thing. It's 20 minutes. It'll be the best 20 minutes that those kids have spent, better than anything you can tell them about drugs. <laughs> Thank you again. And uh, we just want to wish everybody a, a great day, a great week. We will see you again next time. Bye-bye. One Arm, One Leg, 100 Words by Dave Nassani is the book that helps you overcome and perhaps even prevent the hardships associated with strokes. Dave takes you on his journey and experience with his own wife, Charlene, a stroke survivor. This book tells you everything about strokes to help you and your loved ones survive without making costly mistakes that may save a life or a brain from irreparable damage. One Arm, One Leg, 100 Words. The book is available on Amazon.com or order it from fine bookstores everywhere. For the best in business class travel, count on Cheapo Air. Cheapo Air has the best price guarantee, 24-7 customer service, and easy booking online or by phone. To experience your hassle-free journey, start by going to HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click on Cheapo Air. Reclaim your caregiver sanity with Dave Nassani's book, It's My Life Too. Caring for someone with an illness or condition who is expected to live for a relatively long period of time is a specific and unique challenge. This book pinpoints the needs and strategies a caregiver must do for themselves in order to survive, thrive, and make caregiving a rewarding, gratifying experience. So get your copy of It's My Life 2 today or buy one for your special caregiver. It's My Life 2 is available at Amazon.com and CaregiverDave.com. Reach your health and fitness goals. Whether you want to lose weight, learn to dance, build muscle, or just live healthy, Beachbody gives you unlimited access to the nation's most popular fitness and weight loss solutions. Visit our advertiser page and click on Beachbody now. Guilt, fear, loneliness, burnout. These are just some of the things caregivers feel. But now there's hope. CaregiverDave.com is a membership website with an understanding community designed around supporting you. With a little perspective, planning, and practical help, you can become a thriving caregiver. Start by visiting CaregiverDave.com. Get weekly calls, practical solutions, and free resources. Plus, when you sign up, you'll get a 30-minute coaching call free. Don't wait. Go to CaregiverDave.com and join now. The Bright Side of Talk, HealthyLife.net. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.